Apple Maps versus Google Maps. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is Mac Voices Live. If you were here for the pre-show, there's no doubt about that because Jeff was freestyling. And that's all I'll say about that. If you if you want to see it, you'll have to subscribe uh, and support the show and become a member. Uh, and, Wait, people actually pay for that. Yeah. Well, or you can just show up live, right? You can show up live, yeah. yeah. But, but you know, that way you get to see the recording and have the recording for posterity. And, you know, which, if people are paying for this. I really feel like I'm going to have to step up my game. Yeah. Well, get to it. You tried. <laughs> so, of course, it is Mac Voices Live. It's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, where, wherever you are. We are on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We'd love to have you join us. We have some people in the chat room so far. More will undoubtedly show up as we go along. Um, hey, we do this every Tuesday night, and we have a, a lot of fun doing it. So please come and join us. And if you can't because of your time zone or where in the world you are, don't worry about it. The shows eventually get posted out to the Mac Voices feed. So we have a few topics tonight. Um, I asked the panel to bring anything forth that they felt wasn't worth talking about. I gathered up a few things, but uh, it has been a little bit of a slow news news time, but that never stopped us before. And we usually end up having some really good conversations on those, those weeks. So with that, we will introduce the panel and get going. And it's all jumbled up tonight, folks. I'm completely confused because in my in the usual spot, top left is not the person who is usually in top left of my spot. Tonight, it's Brian Flanagan Arthurs. Brian, great to have you. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. I'm delighted to have you. Delighted to have you. Um, over sliding across the, the top of my screen um, is the anniversary boy himself making a cameo appearance, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, happy anniversary. Oh, thanks so much, Chuck. I just wanted to make a uh, quick appearance, say hi, everybody, and uh, hope you have a great show. Uh, say I'm for, will be leaving and going off to have a nice anniversary dinner with my lovely bride. So, uh, But uh, thanks for having me, and uh, it, it's going to be a good show. Great, great. How many years, David? 20 years. Wow. How many nice. in a row? <laughs> in a row? <laughs> Story. Okay. Okay. Well, she put up with this song. Maybe you'll yeah. get another couple out of it. Uh, Jim Ray is here once again, um, hanging out from the uh, the Apple campus. Jim, good to see you. Good. Good to see all of you. My wife and I had our 20th anniversary recently as well and i believe it was also on a tuesday night and i did not make a cameo appearance well you know i mean david sets the bar i'm he's, just he's i'm just not that i'm just i'm just not up to david's standards i, I knew that already we're down to david's standards depending on how you look at it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ben Rathig is here once again, all dressed up, uh, looking looking very respectable. Yes. Um, yeah, I do have to say I bring a bit, uh, a bit of irony because I look like I'm on my 20th anniversary night, but I'm not married. Smart man. Smart man. At least in this universe. 
(laughs) (laughs) Jeff Gamut has joined us and it's interesting to watch Jeff's new place come together and and look just a little more polished a little more finished the, i think there were i think last time Jeff, there may have been a box or two in the background they're all gone how yeah, settled in are you was. how settled right. in are you well it looks really nice right here okay <laughs> <laughs> i think that answers it right there it's you know it, it's it's all about uh staging in the frame and then everything else happens as it happens. Yeah, it is. You, you learn things like that when you start to do a lot of video that, yeah, what, what, it doesn't matter what's going on over there. As long as what's behind you looks good, you're set. So. Mm-hmm. Webb Bixby has joined us um, after wolfing down dinner. Webb, good to have you. Thanks so much. Chuck, thank you for, uh, uh, as, as Jeff would always say, Thanks for sending me the invite. So you keep letting me in. So hey, <laughs> you I, I have totally a choice. <clears throat> oh, we're hoping on corporate sponsorship from you, Web. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> wow, that door got slammed hard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Last but absolutely not least, um, Mr. Mark Fuccio in, well, he had to educate us as to what his background was and how it relates to Mac Voices Live. Mark, good to see you. Good to see you. you know, do you want to recap it you know, for the uh, viewers who are just coming in? I think we should, because I, I, I took a guess at what it was, but I really wasn't sure. Well, what is Apple's current you know, Mac OS release called? Sonoma. Yeah, what is Sonoma? That's a county in California. What is it known for? Wine. Well, these are wine grapes actually grown uh, in Sonoma, and I and a bunch of other, you know, we and a bunch of other, you know, ten or twelve families uh, every year make uh, make wine, and uh, we have had a sourcing relationship uh, with uh, three different growers in Sonoma for going on two decades now. Hmm. That's that's very nice. It's- There's your sponsorship. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Webb just handed that off to you, Mark. Just like hey, hey, Webb, do you, do you yeah. know how to make a small fortune in wine? <laughs> Don't drink it. Start with a large <laughs> one. Yeah, got it. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm going to start out tonight with something uh, on a on a kind of a positive note that Brian brought in, and Brian, I'll let you introduce it because I thought it was, I I didn't. There were a couple articles about this, and I hadn't gotten a chance to read any of them today. But this one really was is kind of nice to see that somebody's reporting something positive on Apple. Yeah, I found this uh, article today. I guess it was originally published from the Wall Street Journal, and uh, Apple Insider did a write-up on it. And it had to do with Apple Maps. And I guess um, it's been around for 11 years. And, um, you know, a lot of us who have used uh, Apple products for a while know the hardships that it had when it first was released and a lot of the negative publicity that it had. Um, but uh, it's it's really come along and it's it's added some nice features. And the article does a great job, I think, of highlighting uh, some of those features, um, sometimes compared to, uh, say, Google Maps. And in particular, um, one of the people that was uh, noted in the, in the article was talking about how the... Um, how a lot of the, when you use Google Maps, how congested, uh, pun intended, I guess, how congested the um, 
screen is and how much information it's almost like information overload on the on the screen and when you use apple maps um, it doesn't have as much information and it does go back and forth a little bit about speaking about how some of that information is useful in different ways you know that it's missing i mean i guess the the google maps includes a lot more um location uh like stores retail restaurants uh landmarks things of that nature a little bit more so than does the apple maps but uh, that that clean interface is definitely appreciated um but yeah so i i enjoyed reading this article and and thought it was useful I, i'm a uh, an Apple Maps user, uh, definitely prefer it. Uh, the rare time that I do use Google Maps, it's usually when I'm traveling in rural areas it, because um, up until the new OS release, um, Google Maps does allow for offline maps, which is definitely very helpful uh, when you don't have a signal and you need to find something. And so I do have both, both apps on my phone, but um, definitely prefer to use the Apple Maps uh, when driving. So yeah. one of the first things that jumped out of me, though, is when they said Apple Maps was 11 years old. I thought that can't be right. 11 years. But yeah, it's been 11 years. So, Jim, you, you said you live this. Mm -hmm. I, I was pretty much exclusively using Google Maps until maybe six weeks ago, six, eight weeks sometime very recently. And uh, in fact, I still really need to rearrange the icons on my phone to, uh, <clears throat> but I'm, I'm, and I still use Google Maps on the desktop quite a bit when I need to do that. But I pretty much switched over for driving um, just recently. And I tried it a few, you know, a couple of times over the years and it didn't take. Um, but now, um, I like it. I'm not sure if it is just where I live or what I do, but I, I prefer Apple Maps over Google Maps to look at. But when it comes to using maps to drive, I always use Waze just because of the of of the the, the traffic information and the fact that users can contribute to it so that, you know, because I mean, I'll be driving on, I'll see, you know, a, a, a cop warning pop up in front of me. And, you know, there's a cop because somebody in front of me said, okay, I'm using Waze and, and I tap it. And that's, it's too bad that Apple couldn't quite, you know, get into that part of the game early. But we're back to the discussions of privacy because I'm letting Google know everywhere I go and it knows where I am at any given moment. That to me is worth not paying for a ticket, but not everybody feels that way. Yeah. So I have uh, two points. One, um, you know, for Brian's article, you know, when this came out, it's, you know, to me, it was sort of like a duh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> moment because I found slowly over the past couple of years, yes, uh, being drawn into using Apple maps and, Pretty much it's become my preferred mapper tool since uh, June of 2021 when my wife and I did a cross-country trip from New York back to California. And I used uh, Apple Maps to plan all the different segments and uh, so on and so forth. So it was absolutely uh, great for that. Um, and you know, the other thing is, Chuck, to your point, you know, on Apple Maps, uh, if you use it, you know, I use it sometimes driving around the Bay Area. 
and not so much because I don't know how to get to a certain destination, but because if I'm leaving, say, at you know 4 p.m. or 4.30 p.m., there are alternate ways to get there, and then I can start, you know, and then I can change routes on the way, and it will come back with updates and tell you, you know, new new update, shorter thing is blah 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 blah, and it will tell you, you know, uh, different ways. So I think what they're doing is I think they're monitoring uh, if you have the app on and you're getting directions. It appears that they're monitoring it, or in some way they're getting information about uh, the traffic conditions. Uh, so that they can route you. It doesn't have the granularity you know, like uh, Waze does that says, you know, uh, debris on the left median, you know, quarter mile ahead or police, you know, quarter mile ahead or something like that. But, uh, you know, as far as uh, road conditions, at least in uh, Bay Area, urban areas, uh, it, it seems that, uh, you know, it has a you know, pretty good, uh, uh, you know, capability in terms of giving you feedback on actual traffic conditions and how they evolve. And Brian, you said it does include speed check and construction info. Yeah, um, I don't know when they added it. I think it was maybe a year or two, perhaps. Um, but uh, yeah, they definitely have that now where you can uh, both receive that information and contribute to it. And, and yeah, to I, oh, go, oh, sorry, go ahead, Chuck. Go, no, go ahead, Webb, please. Oh, I was just going to just add on to it that um, uh, one of my cars, I use CarPlay exclusively and that using the, the maps component. I, I have ways I've used that before. Um, uh, I just I like the Apple uh, Maps user interface a little bit better, but it does give I haven't seen the, the speed trap thing, but I do see the construction. I do see that uh, uh, there's something on the side of the road. Is it still there? Is there still a backup? Things like that. So it, it's I like it. I use it. And I think it came out with uh, uh, maybe with Monterey, with that version of Maps. Just to be clear, I I, I mean I love the way it, lo it looks, and it's I would, I'll confess it's been a while since I did it, but I took two you know two iPhones and did a, a short trip, and the information on traffic and everything and and routes. Although I don't think at that time I was really seeing the rerouting, but you know it was comparable. But what wasn't comparable was the was the user provided input for uh, a police car being you know tucked away mm -hmm. somewhere, and that's that's the one place. But again, I fully acknowledge I'm giving up privacy. Jeff, you want in on this? Sure. Um, first off, Apple Maps is my preferred mapping tool, and uh, overall, I'm really happy with it. Um, it. It has consistently for a long time offered, I think, better two location directions than Google Maps, um, because Apple Maps will uh, have you do the U-turn where you need to so you can get back in the parking lot and get to the side of the building you're supposed to be at. And uh, and I've never had success with Google Maps doing that. Um, as far as Waze goes, I'm glad you like it. I rage deleted the app years ago and will never, never put it on any of my devices again. Um, and, uh, why? However, why? why? Uh, because it consistently would would uh, uh, give me wrong directions to the same places. And and I knew that because I was using it not for the directions there, but for the for the traffic data. 
and uh, and at least I knew not to listen to its uh, its directions. But then it would also do this thing on a regular basis where it would try and give me what it thought was a better route, presumably, and like route me off the highway, take me on this crazy roundabout uh, loop uh, on one way streets through like downtown Denver, and then drop me back on the highway exactly where it took me off. And, uh, and there was one of those points where, where, uh, it's a good thing I was alone in the car because, um, uh, what I said was not family friendly and, uh, and it was mid directions and I was deleting the app and I'm like, yeah, we're done with this forever. About how many years ago was that? Um, geez, Waze has been around a long time. So I'm going to guess mm-hmm. like, like maybe six years ago. Okay. And, and, you know, and it may be better now, but I don't care. It's too late. They, they lost a chance. Um, uh, but here's the thing. It ultimately doesn't matter how good Apple maps gets for getting us places until Apple fixes the way or the system that they have for people to, to put their businesses in and to update the information for those businesses. It's yes, it's, it can be a pain with Google maps, but it's a much more straightforward process with Google maps. And it's a process that people can actually find and do. And, uh, and so ultimately what happens for me is, uh, uh, I may have to search in Google Maps to find the location that I want, and then I'll put it into Apple Maps to actually get me there, which is stupid to have to do that. Uh, and I put that all on Apple because that's this is a thing that Apple could fix. Google has given them a, a really nice template to start from. All they have to do is take the best parts from that and then do the thing that Apple does, which is figure out how to make it more approachable to a wider audience. Why haven't they done that yet? Maybe maybe positive articles like this will turn somebody's head because it seemed like it, it seemed like Apple Maps did take quite a beating in a lot of people's eyes for a long time. Uh, yes, it did. Ben, well, um, let me kind of go back to the near beginning of Google Maps. I tested it a lot uh, when I was at Geekbeat. Quite frankly, it's it sucked. It, it was terrible at rerouting. Uh, the maps were subpar. And quite frankly, there was no reason not to use Google Maps to the point where when Google Maps was finally available CarPlay, I was ecstatic. Well, that isn't Google, that isn't Apple Maps today. The maps are a lot better. The turn-by-turn directions are outstanding. Um, You know, I have on the highway gotten the cop narc notification. Uh, The only reason I still use uh, Google Maps at all is because I do not live in California. So Apple Maps Street View is basically non-existent. But Apple has made this product so much better to the point where, I mean, unless you use Street View for specific purposes, there's no reason to use another mapping program. 
Um, Mark, you had a follow-up? I, I did, which is I find I do go back to using Google Maps uh, in one targeted situation. I find that it's um, if you if you go into detail, it seems to have a better information on businesses, you know, on uh, you know on streets and you know uh, different areas. Uh, for instance, when I was in uh, New York in uh, mid-April, uh, you know, Google had you know way more detail in terms of you know all the local businesses in Manhattan, right? You know, there's dozen. Mm -hmm. There's a dozen storefronts, you know, in, the, in a block, and uh, you know, Apple might, you know, highlight three of them, and Google would regularly get eight to ten. And I find that uh, similarly uh, holds, uh, you know, in uh, in around uh, you know different spots, uh, San Jose, Santa Clara, Mountain View. So for that, I think uh, they have an advantage. But uh, as far as the actual mapping, you know, I'm a pleased Apple uh, customer. And I think that advantage has a lot to do with Google's uh, Google search engine. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, well, and, and the other part of it is uh, Google has made it uh, easier for people to get their businesses into Google Maps. There's a lot of people or a lot of businesses, if you ask them about, uh, about uh, whether or not they set up their business in Apple Maps, they have no idea what you're talking about. They don't even know Apple Maps is a thing. Mm -hmm. But everyone makes sure they're they're in Google Maps. You know, for me, um, for the turn by turn directions, I definitely prefer Apple Maps. But when I'm looking at something stationary, maybe I'm visiting an area for the first time. Um, I'll oftentimes, I'll look at Google Maps just for that reason, where you can really zoom in to see. Let's say I'm staying at a particular uh, hotel somewhere, and I can zoom in and see the different stores and restaurants and places nearby in a lot easier way, especially if I'm if I, it's something in walking area to that area, you know, to where I'm staying. Um, going to, to the point about the reviews, uh, I've noticed probably over the past, probably more six months or so, I've been getting a lot more like notifications from Apple when I use Apple Maps, um, you know, noticing that I, my destination was a place I hadn't been to before and asking for a quick review of it, like a thumbs up, thumbs down review. And I've seen that a lot more. And it seemed like previous to that, it was almost exclusively uh, TripAdvisor and uh, Yelp reviews. But I am starting to see a little bit more, um, uh, I guess, reviews from the Apple community that are using that product. But what I think I'm hearing to summarize is that and, and correct me if this is not, does not apply to your your thoughts, but you all prefer the Apple Maps interface, but you prefer the granularity of information that you get with Google. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Chuck, I um, I just thought of one place where Google Maps currently can't even come close to what Apple Maps is doing, and that's with the HealthKit integration. Specifically, uh, you get a, a fall alert from someone with an Apple Watch, and uh, and all the data you're getting, because the the Apple Watch will continue to provide you updates as that person is is moving, you know, like from where they fell to being in the ambulance and then being to the hospital, and then the pin dropping where in the emergency room they are right now. 
Um, mm-hmm. The integration that Apple could do there with Maps isn't something that uh, that I've seen on the Google side. Um, so that that is uh, just like a top notch Apple Maps feature. And Jeff, it's a it's a really great point because we every up thing up into this uh, in this conversation up to this point, except that, has to do with either. Drive, well, primarily driving or finding things for you. But what these, the example you just cited is one where it's a it's a feature tied to another Apple device or Apple. I hesitate to say service, but I guess it technically is. How about so, Apple feature? Yeah, okay, feature. You know that's fine. But the idea that Apple has taken that and leveraged it, as opposed to you know just gathering up raw data, which th- that's very useful too. But having having had someone, and I've talked about that on the show before, having had someone fall and watching that feature that I didn't even really think about or hadn't read about exactly how it was going to function, it functioned perfectly and it made absolute sense. There was no question about where I was going to have to go to meet that person, whether they were in the ambulance, whether they were in the emergency room or whatever. You know, I, I knew at all times where they were. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely yeah. a big advantage for Apple is that it's all tied together as part of the Apple ecosystem. So if I have an appointment in my calendar and I just get in my car, it'll immediately, I just bring up maps and it knows, oh, you know, doctor's appointment, click this, here's your address. Um, maybe that works with Google if you use Google Calendar, I don't know. Um but everything hooks together. You get the you know watch. You get the taps for turning and and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> now, so it's it's all connected, which is is not the case um, with with Google. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, here's hoping that Apple continues to develop Apple Maps. Maybe builds it out. Um, Brian, your comment, I, I want to make sure that everybody heard that because I want to make sure I understood it, that Apple is soliciting reviews on Apple Maps about businesses. Is is that what you're saying? or? Yeah. Um, it's occasionally, and I don't know what the algorithm is on how often it happens, but it, I think it may be more often when you visit someplace that's you hadn't visited before, uh, according to the map destination. Um, sometimes it'll prompt you for the next time you open the maps app, um, you know, gives a thumb up, thumbs up or thumbs down on, on your overall satisfaction with that place you just visited. And then it'll ask you three or four more questions. Um, I don't know if it's tied into, if it was a restaurant, it'll say like overall value appearance. I think, uh, I can't think of off the top of my head, but just quick thumbs up and thumbs down. And then if you happen to have taken any photos there, I guess it uses the uh, geolocation of those photos to give you the option to upload them. So are, is this happening at random? You go out to a new restaurant, you know, and it does it, or is it only places that you search for and use Apple maps to drive to or get to? You know, that's a great question. I've oftentimes will put in the destination, you know, as the search. And so I'm driving to it. So to differentiate mm-hmm. whether it's one way or the other way. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but I do believe it is more often when it's someplace that I hadn't been prior. 
Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Now you got me real curious because um, I'll be doing a little bit of traveling over the next few days. And so I'm going to try to remember to turn Apple Maps on and see what it what it does to the locations I stop, where I stop and see if it gives me any options or asks me for anything. Huh. Interesting. Um, the next thing I wanted to touch on was one Mark brought um, from The Verge. And Mark, I'll let you address this a little bit because I think your reaction was similar to mine when I read it about how Mac OS and, uh, well, the Mac and the iPhone specifically are allegedly starting to look like each other. Okay, yeah. So um, I, I saw this article somewhere or, or a headline description to it and you know, it, it worked, you know, I clicked, you know, they got, they got up my eyeballs for a little bit and I started reading it. And then the authors, you know, basically, basically told, Oh, you know, there's a whole sorts of things I don't like, or, or I started using Apple and since then, and I have the iPhones, I've noticed the, the icons are looking more and more the same and this, that, and the other thing. And I really hate that. And it, it seemed to me that, uh, you know, the author, uh he she it they him her uh you know they you know got uh, an article of the day just writing a fluffy opinion piece and and they had a clever clever editor there you know feeding into oh the mac is going to become just as limited as an iphone or an ipad and you know it's it's not you know because who gives a, a rat's ass if the icons you know on the devices look the same which you know you could argue uh you know that they should you know that mail icons or map icons or music icons look should look the same so that you know the vast majority of people who own iPhones who don't own Macs that if they come and look at a Mac they are already familiar with you know what icons are and what they do you know, even though the apps, you know, have a much richer uh, behavior on on a Mac. So um, to me, I thought it was, you know, I give I give I give the writer and uh, their editor, you know, a thumbs up. You know, it was a content free article that was fun to read. Uh, and I learned absolutely nothing. Um, but uh, it was it was it was entertaining for all of you know whatever the two minute read it is so hey mark i, I, mean, I figured i would share it. it with the rest of the group and you know uh, with that i'll send it back to you chuck for others to comment uh, yeah. mark i'm only part way through reading the article but i can tell you what i've learned this is someone <laughs> that is not a long time mac user because like they're mm -hmm. they're talking about widgets like this yeah. is a brand new thing people right. we had widgets years ago and yeah Anyhow, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. This feels like someone complaining for the sake of clicks. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely agree on that, but kind of going back to the headline. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Apple's users are no longer purely the Mac. It hasn't been that way for well over a decade. Apple's users are primarily people coming from iPhones. And whether you're using a Apple Watch, iPhone, iPad, Mac, or whatever else, Apple wants a fairly consistent experience. Because especially number one, you're able to use 
some apps across platforms now. And two, you know, I remember when iOS and Mac basically had two different teams to it. Uh, well, number one, things rarely went well for the Mac. Uh, it tended to be very much far behind in, in a lot of times. Um, also, you know, this keeps the Mac on the forefront. And I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> this Mac Voices Live panel is back next time to talk more about the convergence of Mac OS and iOS and whether it really is confusing. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.